Welcome to the podcast we call Soul Chaser, featuring stories from the book by the same name, Soul Chaser. This is Jordan Rich, and by my side is author Lauren Decker. We want to spend time with you today at soul level, awakening our spirits to the simple and beautiful idea that God is love and love is everywhere. I saw this once before, a picture in my mind, colors in the air. Sunlight on a field, lovers in a dance, love is everywhere. Mm, love is everywhere. And now, today's installment of Soul Chaser. Hello again, everyone. I'm Jim Deering, bringing you another of Lauren Paul Decker's stories here on Soul Chaser, the podcast. Stories with a Purpose by Lauren Paul Decker about how God shows himself and his grace in everyday things. Lauren's two books, Soul Chaser and I Love You Church, are available at fine bookstores everywhere. Today's story focuses upon a little ship that changed the world in a story that is much like the Israelites' journey to the Promised Land. This Promised Land awaited these travelers and the report of these pilgrims is good. Exodus chapter 10 verse 9 states, We will go with our young and with our old, with our songs and with our daughters, with our flocks and with our herds. We will go, for we must hold a feast unto the Lord. Thanksgiving, it was almost 400 years ago, that the early settlers from England crossed the ocean and landed in Plymouth, Massachusetts. They came on the Mayflower, a tiny ship packed from stem to stern with men, women, children, and a few animals. There were more than 100 souls sailing for months in a space no bigger than a modern one-bedroom apartment. They were determined folk. Indeed, they must have been. They endured seasickness, fear, loneliness, and a general lack of privacy. When they arrived in this new world of America, there were no relatives waiting, no welcoming committee or chamber of commerce. In fact, when they stepped ashore, the hardest part was just beginning. And they had to carve a life for themselves out of the rugged and rocky New England landscape. Retreat was no option, so despite losing nearly half of their number to the harsh elements during that first winter in the new land, they pressed onward with strength, courage, and God-given determination. About 15 years ago, I launched an idea that became an annual tradition for our youth group at the church where I pastor. I asked the good people at Plymouth Plantation if we could hold a Thanksgiving Eve service aboard the Mayflower II, the exact replica of the original ship that reached the frigid New England coastline in 1620. The channels were graciously cleared, and an appreciative group of youth from our church boarded the ship at nightfall. We were about 30 in number. As we went below decks, we stooped 
and shuffled into the cramped quarters. The creaking of the mast and the slapping of the waves were our only music, as we sat in awe of our surroundings. We were in the place where Thanksgiving began. The chilly night air came rushing down the open stairway from up on the main deck as it started to snow. We huddled together closer and tried to ward off the cold ocean breeze. The gusts picked up, pouring through the ports. We served communion. The temperature dropped to below freezing, and we found ourselves chilled to the bone. We marveled at the strength of those ancestors aboard the first Mayflower, and wondered how they withstood the elements. We then opened the first law of the new land, the Bible, and read together. Then, as the night settled in around us, we read aloud these words from the Mayflower Compact, penned by the first pilgrims. Having undertaken for the glory of God and the advancement of the Christian faith and honor of our king and country, a voyage to plant the first colony in the northern parts of Virginia, do by these present solemnly and mutually in the presence of God and one another, covenant and combine ourselves together in a civil body public for our better ordering and preservation and furtherance of the ends aforesaid, and by virtue hereof to enact, constitute, and frame such just and equal laws, ordinances, act, constitutions, and offices from time to time, as shall be thought most meet and convenient for the general good of the colony, unto which we promised all due submission and obedience. The reading of those ancient words enables one to realize these adventurers had indeed left everything behind and were looking only forward, despite the hardships and dangers. They were all in, no looking back longingly at the comforts of the old world. Clearly, they were together, bound by a purpose. Today, the ship sails on, no, not the Mayflower. It is rather the unseen ship that steers through the centuries. It carries the first settlers and carries us, their descendants. It is the ship of faith, and it is headed for a new world. The journey is hard, but the hand of the Almighty is making us strong enough to endure. Blow, chilly wind, we will open our mainsail fully and bounce across the waves of open sea before us. We, too, are together, bound by purpose. When we finally step on shore, we will look in awe at the place prepared for us. Then the hardships will be forever behind us. Press on, pilgrim, I can see land from here, a promised land that lies dead ahead. We will enter its gate with thanksgiving, a place carved out for glory by the master hand of the carpenter. This has been Soul Chaser. We hope this program has caused you to consider the vastness of God's love for you. 
Nothing is going to change that reality, but love can certainly change you. Remember, love is everywhere, and God is love. For more stories with a purpose, pick up a copy of Soul Chaser, Devotions to Anchor the Soul, available on our website, soulchaserbook.com, or find it at amazon.com. This is Jordan Rich for Lauren Decker and Soul Chaser. See you next time.